Readings appointed for April 9th, 2023, Easter Sunday. Let us pray. O God, for our redemption, you gave your only begotten Son to die upon the cross, and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the devil and the power of death. Grant us grace to die daily to sin, that we may live with him in the joy of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate our Lord's resurrection this day, we come to the beginning of a new story. We have crossed over to the other side. Now suddenly, all that he taught and did appears to us in a new light. At first his Resurrection is shocking to us, because we saw him as a man. But then we consider again, thinking of him as God, it is not his resurrection that is the miracle, but his death on our behalf. Regardless, we know ourselves now to be getting a new story a new chapter. We have crossed over from death to life with him, and we see the open expanse of the freedom and the joy that Easter brings. Our first reading comes from the book of Exodus, the 15th chapter. This is the song that Moses and the children of Israel sang when they had crossed over the Red Sea and seen all of their enemies drowned in the waters, when they had at last fully and completely left the land of Egypt, and they had at last been set free to go and worship the Lord their God. Exodus chapter 15 Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host he cast into the sea and his chosen officers were sunk in the Red Sea. The floods covered them. They went down to the depths like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow your adversaries. You send out your fury. It consumes them like stubble. At the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. The floods stood in a heap. The deeps congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, 
I will divide the spoil. My desire shall have its fill of them. I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. You blew with your wind, and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? You stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. You have led your steadfast love, your people, the people whom you have redeemed. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. The peoples have heard, they tremble. The pangs have seized the inhabitants of Philistia. Now the chiefs of Edom are dismayed. Trembling seizes the leaders of Moab. All the inhabitants of Canaan have melted away. Terror and dread fall upon them. Because of the greatness of your arm, they are still as a stone. Till your people, O Lord, pass by. Till the people pass by whom you have purchased. You will bring them in and plant them on your holy mountain. The place, O Lord, which you have made for your abode. The sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. For when the horses of Pharaoh with his chariots and his horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought back the waters of the sea upon them. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground in the midst of the sea. Then Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand, and all the women went out after her with tambourines and dancing. And Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Then Moses made Israel set out from the Red Sea, and they went into the wilderness of Shur. They went three days the wilderness and found no water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink the water, because it was bitter. Therefore it was named Marah. And the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed them a log, and he threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. There the Lord made for them a statute and a rule. There he tested them, saying, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, and do that which is right in his eyes, and give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord your healer. Then they came to Elam, where there were twelve springs of water and seventy palm trees, and they encamped there by the water. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm for today is Psalm 136. This is a great litany of thanksgiving that comes to us from the ancient people of Israel. It recalls the events of that first Passover, or rather, the events after that first Passover, when there was another Passover passing over of the children of Israel over the Red Sea and the defeat of their enemies. And now this new Passover, all of these events in the hymnody of the church are woven together, one song of praise. O 
O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the God of all gods, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the Lord of all lords, for his mercy endures forever. Who alone does great wonder, for his mercy endures forever. Who by his excellent wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endures forever. Who laid out the earth above the water, for his mercy endures forever. Who made the great lights, for his mercy endures forever. The sun to rule the day, for his mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, for his mercy endures forever. Who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, for his mercy endures forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endures forever. With a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, for his mercy endures forever. Who divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endures forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for his mercy endures forever. But as for Pharaoh and his host, he overthrew them in the Red Sea. For his mercy endures forever. Who led his people through the wilderness. For his mercy endures forever. Who smote great kings. For his mercy endures forever. And slew mighty kings. For his mercy endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites. For his mercy endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endures forever. And he gave away their land for an inheritance, for his mercy endures forever. Even an inheritance for Israel is servant, for his mercy endures forever. Who remembered us when we were in trouble, for his mercy endures forever and delivered us from our enemies, for his mercy endures forever. Who gives food to all flesh, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endures forever. O give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. In our next reading from the Acts of the Apostles, we hear Peter giving a summary of all that the Lord has done in Christ as he reflects on his own conversion, the particular conversion whereby he sees new possibilities of the boundaries of the people of God expanding because of that work that God has done in Christ that he is the Christ, the Messiah, 
not only for God's ancient people, the Jews, but also for all nations. Acts chapter 10, verses 34 to 43. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all, you yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. That we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who have been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him and receives forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our witness to that first Easter morning today comes from our theme gospel of the year, the Gospel of St. Matthew. This is Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who is crucified. He is not here, for he has risen as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings! And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. There is a rich, short Paschal homily attributed to St. John Chrysostom that is read to this day in many corners of the Church as a part of the Easter liturgies. This is a contemporary translation and adaptation of that homily. 
If anyone has even the tiniest scrap of love for God, let them come. Let them enjoy this fair and radiant triumphal feast. If anyone is a wise servant, let them enter rejoicing into the joy of the Lord. If any have labored long in fasting, let them now receive their recompense. If any have been working from the first hour, let them today receive their reward. They have come at the third hour. Let them with thankfulness keep the feast. If you have arrived at the sixth hour, don't hesitate. You will still be welcomed at the table. If you delayed until the ninth hour, come, draw near, do not be afraid. If you have waited even until the eleventh hour, please, also come. Do not be ashamed of being. For our Lord, eager to throw the best party in town, accepts the last even as he does the first. He gives his rest to the one who sneaks in at 11.59, just as the one who has been working since midnight. He shows mercy to the last, and he cares for the first. To the one he gives, and to the other he bestows gifts. He accepts our deeds, he welcomes our intentions, he honors our acts, and he praises our offerings. He loves us. He has forgiven us. He is not angry with us. He welcomes us. Therefore, let us enter into the joy of our Lord. Receive your reward, both the first and the last. You rich and poor together, hold high festival. You sober and you drunkards, honor the day. Rejoice today, both you who have fasted and you who have disregarded the fast. The table is full laden. Let us feast sumptuously. The calf is fattened. Let no one go away hungry. Enjoy, all of you, this feast of faith. Let everyone receive the riches of his loving kindness. Let no one lament his poverty, for the treasure of the universal kingdom has been revealed. Let no one weep for his sins, for an ultimate and indomitable pardon has sprung forth from the grave. Let no one fear death, for the Savior's death has set us free. He had taken, he had been taken prisoner by it, but now he has annihilated it. By descending into hell, Jesus made hell his captive. He embittered death when death tasted his flesh. Isaiah, foretelling this, cried out, Hell, he said, was embittered when it encountered you in the lower regions. It was embittered because it was abolished. It was embittered because it was mocked. It was embittered because it was slain. It was embittered because it was overthrown. It was embittered because it was fettered in chains. It took a body, but met God face to face. It took earth, but encountered heaven. It took that which was seen, but fell upon the unseen. O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? Christ is risen, and you are overthrown. Christ is risen, and the demons are defeated. Christ is risen, and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen, and life reigns. Christ is risen, and not one dead remains in the grave. For Christ, being raised from the dead, has become the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. To him be glory and dominion unto ages of ages. Amen. Almighty God, through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, you overcame death and open to us the gate of everlasting life. Grant that we who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection 
may by your life-giving Spirit be delivered from sin and raised from death. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And a special benediction for this Easter Sunday. May Christ our true God, bursting forth from the tomb, renew life and hope in all places of deadness, cynicism, and despair in our hearts. Amen. May Christ our true life, who broke the bonds of death and shattered the gates of hell, crush every scheme of our spiritual enemies. Amen. May Christ our true King, reigning eternally and in our hearts, lead us in the way of justice and peace to the abundance of his heavenly kingdom. Amen.